Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, welcome to today's podcast, Why Yoga Matters. And we're going to talk about the physical, emotional, mental health improvements that yoga can bring about, and really how yoga works to improve health, heal aches and pains, and we really often think about yoga's impact on the physical body, flexibility, strength, but today I want to chat about how yoga helps us with our emotional and mental states. Um, but first, before we get into a formal formal discussion about all this, I wanted to bring on Henry Stong, my dear son, who is nine years old, hey. and he hi, he's also the author of. Uh, Yoga for Kids by Kids. And so he wanted um, just to talk to you quickly today about the book and why it's important to purchase it and how it can help um, other kids. Yoga for Kids by a Kid. Um, talk about that. So, uh, so it helps you be confident, grow strong, maintain focus, be calm, and be kind to others. And yourself, too. Sometimes we yeah. can get mad at ourselves. So, so this is what you think yoga helps you with, right? So what um, have you used yoga before? How have you used yoga? Uh, I used it on paddle boards. <gasps> Tell everybody what we did this summer in uh, Colorado. We went to Colorado, and we paddle boarded on a lake. And what poses did we do? We I did down dog. We did Shavasana, yeah. relaxation, but but what was the most important pose that you did that you were really proud of that no one had tried it? Warrior on? three. <gasps> it was awesome. And so yoga you really can do anywhere, right? If you don't have a mat, you can do it without a mat. Like let's say those kids that don't yet have mats, but their parents don't do yoga so they don't know why you would need a mat. What are mats used for? I don't know. So you don't slide? Yeah. And um, the paddle boards we used in Colorado were made specifically for yoga on the water. So they were really wide, weren't they? Uh And they were very helpful. Okay, so what does it mean to have confidence, Henry? Uh, It means confidence is like believing in yourself and what you can or can't do. That's awesome. So what poses for confidence would you say kids should do? Warrior two pose and warrior three. Because like when you feel like a warrior or mountain mountain pose, because then you're, we also talk, we also talk a lot about letting your light shine bright from your chest, right? And how we get people to do that. And then what do you do? What poses do you like to do to feel strong? Like, Boat pose or chair pose. I love that you just called it boat pose. What do you also call it? Taco pose. <laughs> That's awesome, Henry. That is, can you describe taco pose? It's hard to describe, yeah, it's right? It's like, yeah. Do you know when you, it's kind of like sandwich pose, but you're leaning upwards. Yes. Or crunching up. You're crunching up. And what's that strengthening? Uh, your abs? abdominal muscles. Oh, 
gosh, Henry, that's a good one. And chair pose is good. For your leg muscles. Yeah, and um, your quads. Yeah. And it's good if you also um, do a lot of fun, um, if you go skiing or something. So what... Um, so we have uh, things to say to ourselves. What can we do? So yoga isn't just when you're on your mat. Yoga is when you're off your mat. So I, um, I talk about things we can do for ourselves when we're not on our mat. It's being kind to yourself. It's trying new things. What about um, getting upset? What if you get upset, Henry? What can you do? You could just do a yoga pro- pose, yeah. right? Well, awesome. Thank you so much, Henry, for all your time and effort and um, thoughts on yoga. Um, It is truly, I mean, as parents, it's just so wonderful to give your kids the tools that they need for um, coping skills, self-regulation, emotional regulation, because even as adults, we get overwhelmed and forget about the skill sets we have at our disposal. And so if we're able to continually remind our children that um, they can do things to help themselves um, relax, calm down, um, that they will have the tools they need um, in life. And so um, that's why I think yoga is so great. And we've seen study after study on how it helps children um, in the classroom, outside of the classroom with emotional regulation. It's just incredible. So if you're interested in those studies, I can always link to those in the um, blog. So um, going back to um, the way that yoga helps our emotional well-being, um, We know that yoga makes us feel better, it makes us feel happier, but studies are now demonstrating that this is indeed the case. So one study found that with a consistent yoga practice, um, that individuals um, reported improved depression levels and led to significant increases in serotonin levels and a decrease in the amount um, of an enzyme that breaks down neurotransmitters, um, but, but also in cortisol. That's the word I was looking for, um, cortisol. So, um, and they were able to do this through blood work. So it's incredible to see what um, consistent yoga practice can do. At the University of Wisconsin, Richard Davison, um, Dr. Davidson found that the left prefrontal cortex showed heightened activity in meditators. So, um, and, and we know that um, we do a lot of um, meditation and yoga depending on the orientation and the discipline of, of yoga that you are practicing. But um, in meditation, um, we've, it has been correlated with greater levels of happiness and better immune function. And more dramatic left side activation has been found in dedicated long-term practitioners. So also a study from Duke University, which I'll link to, suggested that um, yoga benefits those living with depression, schizophrenia, and other psychiatric conditions and sleep problems. So practicing in a group setting, such as a yoga class, stimulates the production of oxytocin, the loved and bonding hormone, which is incredible. So next, I would love to talk about um, focus. So studies have found that regular yoga practice improves coordination, reaction time, memory, and even IQ scores and can help you really focus and um, really become aware of your thoughts. So we know that um, connecting your movement with your breath builds awareness. 
And the more aware you are, the easier it is to think about your thoughts, to examine them, to, to recognize unhealthy thinking while it's happening, um, or even repetitive thoughts, anything in that nature, so that you just train your mind and your body um, to be in control or to have some sort and sense of control so that you then have ownership over um, things that are happening to you. And that is through um, your mind and your brain. The other thing that I think is really cool is that it helps improve um, your nervous system regulation. And when you think about relaxing, slowing your breath, focusing on the present, shifting the balance from the sympathetic nervous system, that fight or flight response to the parasympathetic nervous system, we know that the latter is calming and restorative. It lowers breathing and um, heart rates. It decreases blood pressure. It increases flow to the intestines and reproductive organs if you're um, using it for infertility like I was. Um, it really helps. I almost like um, just just helps you learn that react like that response of relaxation because for a lot of us and I I throw myself into this um, lump we move through life so fast and a lot of times I move through life so quickly so that I don't have to stop and think and I don't have to stop and reflect and it really um, yoga challenges me and I have noticed that there are times in my life that I don't want to stop because it's too painful or it requires too much work. So I just keep barreling ahead and, and it catches up to me, right? And so if I use yoga in a healthy and supportive and engaging and, and like mindful way to really train myself and my thoughts, um, to, to, towards goodness and light and all that is yoking your breath with your movement and all that awareness and mindful living that I can be fully present and I can be fully who I am in those moments. And which really then really gets to the heart of that self-esteem piece that I think is so interesting. Um, many of us suffer from chronic low self-esteem. If you handle like your low self-esteem, if you handle your life by you know, overeating, working too hard, I, I don't know, drinking too much, you know the list, you pay the price in poor health and that's physically, mentally, or spiritually. But if you take that positive, affirming approach of yoga, you'll sense really your body and your mind and your habits start to change. You'll get brief glimpses um, into this, this idea that you are worthwhile because when you're on your mat, you feel good. You feel, I mean, you may not feel good. You might feel like I'm going to die. This, this practice was so hard today, but you feel like you've accomplished something. And even, I always say, for those of us like me who can get overwhelmed or depressed or anxious, even sitting on the mat in child's pose in Shavasana, um, even that is something. Even that is calling your attention to that mindful life. And so I think it's very important to also do that as well because it, it does, if you can't 
if you don't feel like practicing, still sit on your mat. And that will, um, and even that, you're showing up for yourself. You practice with intention, and that that intention of self-empowerment and self-examination and betterment. And it's really, to me, it's not a substitute, just a substitute for aerobics class, right? There are so many yoga practices that are very aerobic, but um, it is more than that. And you access, you have the ability to access a different side of yourself. And, and in that act and in that experience, you open your life um, and, and your heart. And that's what um, Henry and I talk a lot about when we're doing yoga, to let the light from our heart center shine out to others. And, and to me, that's what yoga is about, is helping show that light. And that's for us, that is God's love and light. For many people, um, it is different, but we all can shine our lights bright um, out. And, and it is through the opening of your shoulders, through the work and the postures of yoga, you begin to, to, to relax and and. I always say that when we are hunched over, when we're, it is almost like we're shielding ourselves from the world. We're shielding our light from the world. And so how do we open and allow ourselves the chance to be and 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 to give to this world? And, and that's where I also really love yoga therapy because it gives us a chance to examine who we are, what we do, how we show up and 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 to be present in that with an experienced practitioner or therapist who can really um, be present and guide you through the process. And I have been um, through a, a yoga therapy experience and I then trained as a yoga therapist because it is free. And I truly believe that we hold our traumas our life experiences in our bodies and we can talk 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 all we want to get out that feeling um of pain and and really trying to process it through our minds but sometimes we hold it in the spaces in our bodies and so yoga and yoga therapy specifically gives you the um, gives the path to releasing those experiences and releasing the, that which holds us from uh, expressing who we truly are. So as you can tell, I really love yoga. Um, I'm happy to chat about it more. Henry's book is Yoga for Kids by a Kid. And I just love it because Henry is a um, a very special child. He's gifted, and at the same time, he has ADHD and um, specific learning disorder, um, or, um, and that is dyslexia and dysgraphia. So he shows up on the mat or even on the paddleboard doing yoga as this courageous, confident. We talk a lot about building your child's island of confidence. And a lot of times, these kids who academically struggle but are super bright need outlets, and yoga provides him that. And um, he just wanted the opportunity to share that with other children. And I'm so proud of the work he did. I'm so proud of his 
almost experience of like coming out of cocoon. He was so anxious and so overwhelmed. And this um, book has caused him or allowed him to step outside of himself. So I'm just so thrilled, as you can tell. I would love for you, if you have any questions about yoga, please email me at hello at jessicastong.com. It's jessica, S-T-O-N-G.com. I just want to thank you again for joining us this week. I love to hear back from all of you. I love emails um, letting me know how you're doing or how you're using um, the podcast. It, it, it really warms my heart. And also, if you ever want to give me a review on Apple, iTunes, or on various other um, platforms that you might be listening on, I'd really love it. I didn't think it would come time to ask for that. But uh, as uh, the podcast grows, um, it's it's helpful. I, I So I've heard. So thanks again for joining us this week um, for the Yoga for All podcast with Lives of Courage. And I hope you have a wonderful week. I wish you all well. Thanks again for joining us.